This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremony. This is Tori, and I play Dooley. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Mirgrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. Let me see. Where does he keep everything? I swear, if I wasn't on top of it, he couldn't find his shoes, let alone his scripts. Why does he leave half-filled bottles everywhere? At least finish one before you start the next. But I guess these are salvageable then. Oh, hello there. I'm Ariadne, assistant to Lord Padini Foglio. I'm guessing you are hoping that he would be here to tell you more of his stories of the town Marie Celestia. While he did leave a recording of the tale to be told, he has been called away on an urgent meeting. From what he tells me, there is a very important gathering of the Centauri nobles that he had to attend to the good of the current diplomatic structure when it comes to the distribution of our recordings. But I have his recording and his note right here. I know I, I know I shouldn't see what it says, but let's see. <clears throat> My dear friends, I cannot be with you today as I am attending <gasps> Comic-Con Mars Syria Planum? That miserable bastard. You better get me a signed Superman, number 5087, from both artists and writers, or good luck ever finding your scripts again. After all I've done for him. <sighs> well, he did leave his recording, this one about the associates. So let me grab a full bottle of Bavari, and let's see if we can listen to what other people do with horrible bosses and how they deal with them. As we head out, I'll yell at the uh, the. Hey, officer. Thank you. To to link me if he finds anything. If anybody this is can do can do. In. I'll for the for the three for the APBs that are out there, which are currently at five people, and then for uh, anything else that happens to come up, he will mention it. And and well, yeah, and I give him the location of two of them potentially so arrest no one of them arrest someone you can okay he does actually say as you go out he says oh yeah and keep an eye open we're kind of number of uh, uh reports of missing persons yeah no shit dog okay i stop thanks buddy you're a great cop and then i think <laughs> yeah i stop right there and i'm like oh crap and then i catch up to ty who's still going full blast i oh, knew yeah. it i knew it i knew it i knew it i knew it so Okay, so while you guys make your way there, let's go back to Mirgrat. So Mirgrat was going to check in with the brains, correct? Correct. All right. So you head back to your place. The brains are still there. Uh, they are covered because, again, you know, they can be uncovered, as you mentioned, like parakeets. But at the same time, they don't have any eyelids. So if they remain uncovered, they're going to be staring at something all day, every day. And they kind of prefer if they can close their eyes, then at least they can pretend they're someplace else. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Mirad is eventually just going to, like, have them stacked and, like, set up a couple of different panoramas so they can, like, swish around in their brain jars and, like, look at different things occasionally. I feel like they there, appreciate that. There are TVs. There's got to be the equivalent of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and that's going to be one of them, sure. But, like, I'm sure that some of them might just like a chance to, like, look out a window for a while or, like, enjoy a scenic vista. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. But that's for a time when all when my interns haven't been kidnapped. Exactly. When things aren't going completely down to shit creek. Hey, can um, we retro something? Um, oh, you want to retro? When we're looking at the screens and we see the Bakiri that led the people off, can we do a screen capture and send that to Mirgrat? Oh, the Drazi. Drazi. Yeah, Drazi. Uh, sorry. That way she could show the brains. If she was in her quarters, yes, because you can do video chat between quarters, not the, the link. So you could say, hey, here's some information and basically essentially email it from 
the, this, uh, the the security station to her quarter station. Yes, that that part is easily done. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Because that way you could show the brains and say, do any of you know this person? Yes, I would like to do that, please. Okay, I will show cool. the brains. So yes, yeah, so you come back in, the brains are all, again, covered. You uncover them. Uh, you do the usual arrangement. I think uh, the last one, Wagner uh, uh, had them and he was trying to play coordination with all of them. He had them set up in a semicircle so they could kind of look at each other, but also look at the person who was sitting at the middle of the semicircle, not unlike the quote unquote shadow cabinet of uh, Emperor Kartasha. <laughs> so, or like a group therapy session. Yes, but it's, it's a group therapy session of heads. <laughs> Listen, you, know, just... you gotta meet people where they are. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fair enough. Have you lost your body in an accident? So, yes, yeah, so they're still there. They were covered. You kind of uncover them real quickly. So they you know, they acknowledge your presence. Uh, they can talk a little bit, but it's very difficult for them. But again, if you do the telepathy check with the help of the other telepath there, uh, then you can do something. I'll just need a quick telepathy check. Just to make sure. Okay. Oh, Ooh, no. One. Oh, wow. So, all right. So in this particular case, you can't instigate telepathic contact with all of them. You can't make a bridge because you're still too scarred from what happened while getting the, the uh, information from the bug, uh, for the bugs thing, the stuff that you barely remember that causes harm when you do so. Oh, I was going to assume some of them just weren't awake yet. That too. Mm -hmm. so like, again, you know how some people like do the thing where they sleep with their eyes open? My kid yep, does that. Me. Literally I, me. I assume that there are some of those amongst these brains. And so, like, I might think they're awake. And there's no way to tell, but they're like, no, they're they're totally asleep. Fair enough. But while you're getting all that set together, you do get the uh, Dooley who sends you the picture of the Drazi. And then you can possibly confer with at least the one telepath who can basically set up the structure for you but you don't have the same control or even uh, better retention. You can't be like in charge of everything. You kind of have to let her be the, the spokesperson for lack of a better term. I can live with that. Okay. So, and that person's name, I wrote the hell down. Uh, hey! <laughs> and that was, uh, let's see here. Ah, yes, it was Riali Barreto, a Centauri female telepath, a sleep helper. So technically like a P3, but it's enough to get things going if everybody's willing and open. Yeah, I mean, she'll get you there. Yeah, her, her main uh, task as a telepath was to help people in unusual situations, not unlike uh, Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, with the whole, I help you sleep, I help, you know, bad thoughts kind of run through you, but don't expect a lot of deep scans. <laughs> So actually kind of the ideal person to be helping out these brains in jars. Exactly. So again, she can help them sleep like nobody's business. And it's probably the other reason why she's also the spokesperson. One, she can listen to everybody's thoughts and while they're, when they're kind of projecting their thoughts and be the translator, but also she's the one who can help the ones without eyelids. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assume she's, she's I feel like single-handedly is the wrong word here, but it's the only one I've got, uh, responsible for the continued, uh, for, for the group having maintained their sanity up to this point. Basically, yes. Not entirely, but basically. She has to be the one who acts as the mouthpiece, so you talk to her uh, a bit. So, but she opens up the telepathy. Yes. Hello. I see you out there. How are things? Our situation is dire! I require your assistance! She actually kind of, you know, kind of has the weird psychic equivalent of a giggle as she says, I'm all ears. I mean, if you can't laugh, you cry, so I get that. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to show the picture of the Drazi. Uh, mm -hmm. This 
individual has participated in the kidnapping of interns Tuvo and Wagner. That is most distressing. I agree! She kind of, like, mentally turns around to kind of confer with the group a bit. Now, they all have eyes, so they can all see what's going on. So anything you physically do or say, they can understand. They just can't project. Um, Again, they talk amongst themselves a little bit, which kind of sounds like the, you know, the whispering chatters in the dark. Yep, this is normal. Yep. She says, there is one here. George, who says he knows that one. He, that one was on a shuttle several uh, before your arrival. His name escapes him at the moment, but he showed up with several others who wore the same outfit, who carried the same briefcase. He remembered it because it was so strange. Okay. Okay. So I think... Hmm. All right. So I think the first order of business is to get passenger manifest for the shuttle that was before ours. Okay. Wait, actually... Oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, I would have, I would have seen this Drazi too, because remember at the very beginning when we were introducing where everyone was and like getting on the shuttle and stuff, and I, yeah. I explicitly said that Mirgarat has been on the shuttle since the beginning, just traveling back and forth with all of the different groups of passengers. Ooh. So I would like. I would like to do some kind of thing to see if I can remember uh, if I can remember anything else about the Strazi. I believe your intelligence is a 16, if memory serves. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. That means you know what to do. Single die roll. Five, baby. Five. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't been on the shuttles going back and forth, you were basically in the shuttle bay or essentially waiting in the uh, airport lobby or lounge uh, for hours, if not days beforehand. So everybody who was doing the shuttle, you know, before you would, if you could strike up a conversation, you would. Most people weren't talking to a uh, to a Pakmara, again, for reasons. Rude. But (laughs) rude or prejudiced, shall we say. But again, you got to people watch intensely well. And once that was pointed out, you kind of go into kind of a meditative state of the, hold on a second. Yes. Let me enter my memory palace. (laughs) (laughs) Let me enter my memory palace. (laughs) I think we have another uh, 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 clip that's going to be added to our, you know, if you give us $5 on Patreon, you can have this for your for your ringtone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, you kind of take a moment. Remember, scan scan back, scan back, scan back. Okay, so a couple of shuttles beforehand. So you're talking a couple of hours before uh, your departure was there was a group of people who all had the same briefcase, who all had a similar outfit, and they talked a bit like salesmen to various people, but they were very delicate. In other words, they weren't just, hey, I got a deal for you. It was more like they'd strike up a conversation and they would start asking questions of people, you know, what they do, how they work, very so very sociable. And then eventually, you know, if they were welcomed in the sociability, then eventually they would start asking other questions. So I'm going to do this. And again, I'm going to probably get another cursing in a second. Uh, give me another intelligence check. Okay. Seven. Seven. All right. Here's where the cursing begins. So as you try to go through your memories of the, what were they talking about this and that, as you kind of get to it, you realize there's one question they were asking over and over again during the sales pitches. What do you want? Oh, God damn it, Dan. (laughs) 
<laughs> I told you they'll be cursing. Uh, <laughs> Tweet. Is this another? <laughs> Dear friends, we're fucked. Uh, Listen, y'all yeah, need are fucked. I is pretty even tenor tempered, but the shadows might have kidnapped your kid is not going to make her very happy. <laughs> I believe the. I think after that, you're going to start looking like a. Uh, uh, Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2, just like the, you know, shotgun here, guns here, you know, I got a mission. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> start taking a knife and scratching the words where no shadows fall on a wall. Um, all right. So, yes, they, uh, so you go through this and you get that little note and suddenly you are hit with a particular bit of information. You then put two and two together and you go, wait a second, hold on a minute. This is interesting. It does beg a few other questions, though. So, what questions would you have in this situation as Mirgrat? Okay, the first thing is I want the the passenger manifest for that shuttle so we can narrow down who exactly this fucking Drazi is. Okay. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to calm uh, duly right away and put in that request because she's a lieutenant now, so she can probably get that information. <laughs> okay. Dooley's not in the security office anymore. She's uh, rushing off with, with Ty to go through first class and get to that sector where they last saw Chuvo and Wagner. Yeah, but, but she can call the security office and ask them to, like, send it over to our lab. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Dooley, this message goes through. Again, do you, is this something you acquiesce to? Yes, I will relay that to the petty officer and uh, ask him to send it over to uh, the librarian, uh, the Pokemon librarian, Mirgrat. Okay. And uh, I will make sure to use her full title. I will need, just in case, uh, two die six plus any influences you have on the ship. So currently you would have a two, I think. Two die six plus any influences. Because I know you have uh, influence down below, which is going to be helpful here. Brown and head influence. Narn. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Wait, I mean, is that the one on my character sheet? Or what am I looking it, at? It would be on your character sheet. I'm giving you two uh, for a board ship because you're a lieutenant. So right. in this case, two die six plus two. Okay. It's a simple request, but again, it's going through the channels to get somebody else something. So. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Seven. Right about average. <laughs> yeah. You know what? In this case, it's it's he basically grumbled. He's, uh, the you, you talk to the petty officer, uh, who needs a name, and I need a Eisler. That's his name. I'll have to write that down. Petty officer Eisler. Somebody write that down for me, please. <laughs> Or put it in the put it into the character reference just so I know for later, because uh, I'm pacing as I talk. So yeah, uh, so Eisler uh, basically says, "Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, I'll let me go through the reg the regs, get the up, get the verification from the ambassador. But yeah, we should be able to get get you that information. Thank you." Mirkrat, it's going to take a little bit of time, but again, you'll you'll have the manifest for the uh, four shuttles before y'all it's basically the last four or five shuttles that actually showed up and what the crew uh, what the manifests were based on the identic cards okay. excellent okay while you're waiting does for the that, fact that you added the based on the identic cards worry me <laughs> <laughs> i mean it should like i already know this drazi is not going to be who they claim they are but like we 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 have a thread to start pulling yeah, because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that Ty's body has an identic card that says they're Ty. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's just whether or not they use it on board the ship. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a debit card. Mm hmm So. All right. And it's not like Ty didn't have a whole bucket full of money dumped up, uh, dumped in Ty's lap. Uh, from a couple other situations yeah, beforehand. She sure isn't a millionaire now, so <laughs> she would be totally fine with someone else using her identity. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming she ever goes to a place where money matters again. 
it is always possible. <laughs> All, you know, bide your time and hold on to hope. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, right. So I'm going to switch over to Ty and Dooley. So you guys follow the trail all the way through first class, uh, kind of rushing a bit. You make your way to the, to the door to steerage, and you, when you get there, it's very different. It immediately goes from, like, fairly bright, low-key lighting to harsh-ish red lighting, which for a Narn is like, oh, I'm home. But for the human... How pleasant and relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But it, for the human, it's like, ah, oh, okay, hold on a second. I just got to you know, get adjusted, get used to it. Okay, got it. Okay, I think so. So, but again, it's for the human, it's a little bit dark, a little dank. It's a little harder to get around because everything's in a red light. But again, this is uh, for steerage. This is, okay, how to put this? Right. Steerage can be like a Motel 6 or things that would love to be a Motel 6. This area of steerage is closer to what you get from a very cheap Marriott. Mm. Okay. You know? You know, again, so there it's, it's are not... cigarette holes in the blanket. <laughs> you know, there's not, you know, not a dubby hotel where you worry whether or not there's bugs in everything around you or, you know, everything is so efficient. It might as well be a, like a, a foam mat on the floor. Uh, this one, this area of the steerage has like rooms that have sort of a feel of a very small suite. Uh, or very small, you know, hotel room that may actually have a refrigerator. It may actually have, you know, uh, small amenities in it. Uh, so like a Holiday Inn. Hmm. Yeah. It might actually have a small kitchenette. Amazing. Hmm. But yes, this is definitely for the high-ranking servants of high-ranking individuals, but still people who are on the steerage end of the income class. So yes, once you get there, again, you can also tell one of the reasons why there's no uh, cameras in this area. One, because rich people want to make sure their servants are, uh, if they do stuff for them, don't get caught. Uh, and two, the lighting structure doesn't make it easy for security cameras to operate in this light for human eyes. It takes a little bit of tweaking. And rather than spending that kind of money, they just said, screw it. Uh, <laughs> So, That's not going to come back and bite them. <laughs> oh. What's the greatest line? When every time a shuttle takes off, always have to remember they're on 500 tons of steel, 4,000 pounds of thrust, all created by their lowest bidder. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, from here, I'm guessing you're going to need either, well, what do we investigate? I guess another entry check for gather information or to see if you can figure out how to, a tracking system. Uh, Ty was just going to start asking people if they had seen a 10-year-old human with a Brakiri and a short Drazi wandering around because this doesn't seem like the kind of place where random children are just strolling about with people that they are clearly not related to. Okay. I'll still need to gather information check for that. That's literally specifically what it's for. It's Okay, let's gather information. Which is uh, intrigue. Intrigue. Yep. Okay. Ideal. Okay, 12 and... 22. 22. All right, so... Ty does not get a lot of information, so there's a lot of people asking, so, Doctor, aren't you going back to the clinic anytime soon? You kind of need your help. Uh, not they, very they good at pretending I don't care about them at this moment, but <laughs> I don't. Well, you do have the greatest excuse. My kid's gone missing. Screw your health. Um, and people kind of understand the I have a personal issue going on I'll get to work when it's when I can but in the meantime I have a personal emergency so you don't have to care but again most people will ask you questions about you know why aren't you getting back to your clinic when can we expect help uh, we could really use it down here even a couple people go you know give you the, the have you seen X Y and Z they were supposed to report for duty and we haven't seen them or uh, you know this session I'm doing double duty because this other servant you know, it got lost somewhere or, you know, ran off with a with a drunken X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. um, so, Dooley, you start asking around looking for a kid and a human, uh, 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 yeah, a kid and a drowsy male, sorry, female, who are wandering around trying to get, see what's going on. 
and working with a, with a with a sorry with a Mercury female and a Drazi male, and eventually somebody does kind of point you in at least the right direction. They say, "Oh, if you're looking for the black suited people, they're over there." And okay. apparently, the, the the black suits are known all over the place. If you want to, if you want more information about them, I need another gather information check. Yeah. I could ask, but I don't care because now that I know where they are, I'm just gonna head that way. Okay. I'm gonna pause for ten seconds and ask what more I can. Okay. Give me another roll. Twenty-four. Oh, twenty-four. Okay. So it took a second for the sound to catch up. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I am out in the sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so the 24 basically go, oh, you're trying to make a bargain. And you got to go, wait, bargain? Oh, so, yeah, all of them have uh, little bargains and tricks. They kind of make deals left, right, center for various things. And some of them will deal for, uh, deal for necessities, equipment, you know, data crystals, whatever, some smuggling. And they actually do favors in return. It, You know, one person even jokes like, yeah, it's kind of like making deals with the devil, but at least the devil returns this time. But almost everything right. that they've asked for, they've gotten. And if, as long as it's anything major, like make me famous, or I really want to get, you know, a whole home in the, in the suburbs. Uh, but little things, again, this is steerage. You're not, they're not asking for a lot. They're just asking for better. And many times, yeah, they have the resources needed to make some things available. They right, haven't so asked you that. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, at the, I've heard enough. I'm going to run and catch up to Ty and say, Everybody says they make deals. This is right up your alley. You might be able to make a deal to get your pet kid back. If not, we'll resort to violence. Yeah, I was just going to go straight for the violence. <laughs> Which I will have to say this. With what weapon? I have a knife. Didn't right I also later. get a stunner? I... Well, you weren't issued anything if memory serves. Okay. No, then I just have my knife. Okay. I know your picture has a has a pistol on it, but that's because the original picture had a person with a pistol, and I was just running with it. But uh, no, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have I have a knife. Okay. Ty will work it out when she gets there, like always. I hand Ty yeah. my knife because you're gonna be so much better at fighting than I am. <laughs> Are you sure? So, pretty sure. You I mean, uh, Ty's got that innate bloodthirstiness that can carry you through. <laughs> Ty is and, extremely weak. However, she's uh, just gonna work worry about all this when she gets there, like usual. Yeah, but okay. you know how parents can like lift cars when their kids are trapped under them. That's, I'm kind of that was my thought. True. Yeah. Fair enough. She's got There's the bonus. There's no that. But... Yeah, she's got the. She bonus has the mama bear stuff. bonus. You make your way to the area, and there actually is a whole section which when you kind of like coordinated based on your information of the, the map you have, this section you're at was actually reserved for expansion. In other words, they had all the necessary equipment in, but they recognized that equipment does run out after a while, things need replacing. And after the fourth or fifth uh, run through, they would probably try to improve stuff for better reclamation, for better uh, efficiency. And they, rec they put spaces specifically for that growth. And this area, which actually is about, I'm going to say, roughly 3,000 square feet, roughly, mm -hmm. uh, is basically designated on the map as a kind of a gray zone of, we're get there. Everything was, of course, in a rush. This was the first launch of this vehicle, so you know how it goes. When you get there, though, it's a couple, it's a pair of double doors, not just usual Babylon 5 swinging doors, but again, a pair of double doors, not unlike MedLab, and there's a couple of people in front of it. They both look somewhere between like the stoners did the black door. You know, they're kind of leaning up against against things and and, you know, not looking like they're doing anything. But when you approach, they kind of they lift their heads up and slide themselves up from the floor using the, the wall. And you do notice that they are carrying uh, clubs. Not big, but it basically looks like uh, pieces of, of piping that's about three feet long. One of them looks over. He's a... Uh... I have a die roll. Okay. Uh, he's human, 
looks over and says, uh, so what can we do you for? Uh, do you know Joey? And they look over, Joey? Who's Joey? I'm here to talk to your boss. From, uh, I'm here, a guy named Joey sent me here to talk to your boss. Only to your boss, not to you. Shit. I'll need, by the way, okay. I'll need a bluff check. Okay. I'm worried about this because it's impossible for me to fail. 25. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you rolled a 9 and still got a 25. So in this case, it wasn't just the, I was told to talk to my boss, not you, your boss, not you. It was, your boss and my boss have got an appointment. I'm sent here, and if I, don't, if I, if I go back empty-handed, it's going to be my head, your head, their head, and about half the different heads on this vessel. So you're opening that door, you're putting me through, and we're going to get this taken care of right now. And they're like, oh, just had to ask. <laughs> and they, they, uh, they kind of wrap on the door a little bit. There's a bit of a blip from the uh, thing outside. A little chirp. Yes. Uh, boss, we have uh, a couple of visitors who would like to, uh, who say they're here from Joey. Ah. Uh, oh, very well. Uh, please, open the door. We accept all, in all incomers. Yes, sir. So they open the door. When they do that, you notice what they're wearing is actually fairly decent and looks like it was uh, older, reclaimed uniforms that have been modified. They look kind of like Earth Force uniforms, uh, but not really. Kind of the workman version of uniforms that have been modified a little bit. So they look like their own private divisions of, of Earth Force. Um, they say, oh, come on in. Uh, the, 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 the associates will like to talk would like to talk to you so you come on in the doors open and there is activity everywhere there's probably about 20 people in here uh but some of them are going over to various you know there's some welding going on there is some building going on there's a couple people doing monitor of of these uh, you can't even know what they are they look kind of like large cardboard blobs uh, on various places and some of them are attached to other machinery or whatever and it just looks very strange and all over the place but before you even get to where all the construction is there is a table it looks like an honest to god uh, business table there's plenty of seats there look like uh, seats for about 10 to 15 maybe there's chairs for at least 10 where uh, one is at one end of the table, another is at the other end of the table, four are on the opposite side, and four are on in front of you. Uh, the four in front of you are empty. The others are not. Everybody else in, uh, in the filled chairs are all wearing, again, business casual, but nice business casual, very, very well dressed, um, very well groomed and manicured. They're all smiling, not the grimace of evil, but just the kind of welcoming, like you find for a car salesman or anybody else. Hi, how can we help you? Please come on in. But it's not a used car salesman. This is a commodities broker who's been doing it for 30 years and fairly certain that you have millions of dollars behind your back. Mm -hmm. So still oh. evil, just well disguised? Let's just say there's a different a different approach, but still the same objective. They're both trying to sell you something, but how they come to it is a little bit differently. And there's one has more style versus substance, you know? Mm -hmm. And yes, the the, uh, the hard sell used car salesman comes off as cheesy. These guys come off as classy. And yeah, some of them are, most of them are human, though, again, there's at least one Drazi. There's a Centauri. There is, I wrote them all down. Uh couple males, a couple females. So yeah, there was a couple of Drazis, at least a Narn female, interestingly enough. Um, human female, human male. Uh, and uh, yes, so they are sitting there. Now, one of the chairs, if one of them is not dressed the same way, they're actually uh, in a white outfit. They look a little different, but they don't look like they are uh, part of the group, they, they, you'd have, the word you put to them is a negotiator. They're a mediator of some type. At least that's the feel you get. So mm. they come on in. Hi, welcome. Please have a seat. 
Yeah, no thanks. I'm looking for a 10-year-old and a short Drazi and a Rikari woman. Well, the short Drazi you mentioned is actually at one end of the table, and he he stands up. Hello. Welcome. I You are looking for uh, Tuvo and Wagner, I believe, yes? Yeah, where the fuck are they? <laughs> he says, sit, sit. They are well taken care of. They are not being harmed. Please, sit. No thanks. I want to know where they are. If you don't tell me, I'll have my associate here call the police to come here and raid the fuck out of this place. I'm sure they'll be very interested in your finances. Uh, The one in the middle is, again, one of the males that you saw, that that Dooley saw uh, earlier, stands up and says, They're welcome to look. We're not doing anything illegal. We're not doing anything problematic. And our finances are absolutely above board. Feel free. Call us. Call security. We have nothing to be to be uh, nothing to be afraid of, and neither do you. Please sit, talk. Let us start there. And if you still feel the need for violence, if that's what you truly want, we will oblige. I oh, raise an eyebrow at Ty. Uh, call your buddies, buddy. <laughs> I'm not playing this fucking game. All right, I'll take a step back. I'll get on the comm. I will call security. Okay. When you get, actually reach for the comm, the the red-haired woman says, Oh, Lieutenant Dooley, how was the drugs? Do I recognize her? Oh, yes. She is. She and the male that, that spoke were the two people who talked to you when you were pretending to be a uh, drug fiend trying to get into the black door. Found the source at this point. <laughs> um, can't tell you anything more than that. Really? Well, hopefully it was money well spent, but that's good. So, again, you're welcome to call your associates if you wish, uh, but we will be here. But please sit, talk. It's what we do best. We're facilitators. I stand back and take a step behind for a moment, bring up the link and say I, I need uh, need at least three security officers to my location suspected kidnapping of a small child, or of a young child uh, the petty officer uh, Eisen basically says uh, 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 yes lieutenant I'll uh, coordinate a couple of people there, it may take a little time but they, they'll be there link me when they're on the way please understood and I'll step up to Ty and say, it's going to be a few moments. We might as well just listen. I'm not going to sit down. Okay. That's fine. Do you, do Lee, do you sit down? No. Okay. They, uh, when you both stand, like, there's a quiet pause. They, uh, shrug for a second, raise their eyebrow. Hmm. All right. As you wish. So. I know what you. I, I know what you want," he says to to Ty. "You're looking for your son back. That is fine." He then pauses for a moment. "I think I know what else you want too. I believe you want your body back. Is this true?" "Sure." Uh, <laughs> uh, "Sure." "What do you know about that?" Another one st- uh, uh, sits up. Uh, actually, it's the Narn female. Who says, oh, we have uh, we have our ways. We've been keeping an eye on things, and yes, we too have had our dealings with Joey and the uh, the ancient one that he called the last one. I believe he called his his former master. What so, are you? They all kind of laugh for a second. We're associates. No, we are in Associates Inc. What are you? Uh, here is where I'm going to need an intimidation check. It's not my way. <laughs> it's not quite my worst score, but considering my worst score is drive, which is three. <laughs> 22. 22. Okay. You basically give the look. 
I may be part of security, you may be doing nothing wrong, but you and I both know that this can get really weird and really ugly. So you're gonna explain a few things right now, starting with, who are you? <laughs> to which one of them actually looks over to Ty and says, you know, actually looks over- Actually, I said, what, not who. Oh, sorry, what are you? What are you? He says, one of them, uh, the, the male stands up a second and says, So, you remember that whole Shadow Vorlon War before, right? Yeah, me and everybody else alive. Oh, well, not everybody. The humans didn't know anything about it until a lot later. So, as they found out, the Shadows had their agents, the Vorlons had their agents, who acted amongst their own groups on behalf of their masters. We are... Therefore, those agents who are masterless are the shadows have long since gone. They've gone beyond the rim. They have left their places to be uh, dealt with, but not by us. Zaha Doom is gone. A number of the other shadow outposts, <clears throat> gone. And here we were, left adrift, nothing more than the mission. So we're working on it. We made an association, we gathered together other agents we found to be surviving, and we formed, we did what everybody else, other group of lost souls with our background does. We formed a corporation. Yeah, weren't the and rangers supposed to deal with all of you people? They were supposed to deal with the shadows. Us, as liaisons and those who have been touched by the shadows, weren't high ranking. We were pawns. I have, I have a question. Uh, we not, have answers. Out, out of character. Out of character. Okay. Okay. Can I use... We can't use our links to, like, send text. There's no way to send a message other than vocal. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to step behind... I'm going to hold a finger up to tie, step behind, back a minute again, and I'm going to make another call. Okay. Uh, possibly. So, and what, what what kind of call are you going to make? I am going to call Aparo. Okay. Fake ranger to call. I don't know. I don't know if he's fake or not. If he's not fake, he might be able to help us. Okay. So, do you actually say, you know, click Aparo, in a, uh, uh, Aparo come in, or do you just try to do it surreptitiously? Surreptitiously. All right, so I'm going to need a. Ooh, what what is that? Is that? Um, I'm going to continue oh, talking please. about the Rangers for a little while to sort of cover for this, and also because I okay. now have many thoughts on how worthless the Rangers are. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to need I'm going to need a stealth check, by the way. Okay. No me. Okay. Oh God. Oh! <laughs> So unfortunately, uh, the chirping noise as you as you try to like make a call, you know, alerts everybody around that you're trying to make a call, and like, ugh. Um, and they, they said, "Look, please, we'll keep this between us. But if you want more information or want others involved in this, you have but to ask. We abide by the one rule, the one great question asked of everybody: What do you want? And we can facilitate that if it's in our power. That's all we do." Not making deals with shadows. We well, are shadows. Kid. You want your your child? Okay. Well, he was minimal to a question, as was Wagner, and they had their own desires. But if you want your child, no problem. Please come with us. Uh, they don't all stand as one, but a couple of them do stand up and kind of ask you to come with them around the, the very large room. Um, do you go with, or do you stand where you are? I guess I will. I mean, I still have the knife, and Dooley is still here, so it's not like I'm wandering off by myself. Okay. He Timmy says, Dewey um, also goes... Dooley, are you going to join? Uh, oh, yes, definitely. I'm following right behind. Okay. 
So he says, you may be wondering, and he looks looks over, they look, it's the male and female that you know from before. So you may be wondering why we were working with uh, the, uh, the last remaining four, who was a collector of antiquities. At all. <laughs> they look at Ty and then look at Dooley. She's right to the point. Very well. If that's what you want, we'll get right to the point. As they say, children never know, they want to know what is, not why it is. Very well. Yeah. Fuck you too. They come over and they basically take you before what essentially looks like beehives or wasp hives that are made out of cardboard and a uh, sickly green substance that seems to be radiating small little jolts of energy. That can't says, be sanitary. What the hell is this? He says, um, are you familiar with the Bimbari Vorlon technology of a chrysalis? Sure, it was in the news a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks over. Our master did something similar. It took us a while to get the uh, to get the information and to set up the basics, but yeah, this is a uh, we've been beta testing, as you will. Asking for volunteers, giving them a chance. Um, so he looks over, says, "Well, it's possible that one, that one, or that one—I forget which—is uh, the person you're looking for." However, I do believe this one is just about ready. And Wait, goes you over, put a child in a chrysalis in this thing? There's no way a child works. can legally volunteer. No, they can't legally volunteer for anything. Children cannot give consent. Parents give consent. Allow me to show you a few things first. Oh my god. They're gonna get so fucking sued. <laughs> I mean, Ty is thinking about just stabbing this person right now. I'm at the point of where right is quick. security? Uh, I think this one was the easy one. So, and that one is just about right. Person comes over with a data pad. Uh, sir, I think we got this. Oh, yes. Right, right. Here we go. Can we speed the process along? Yes, good. Tap, 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 tap. Okay, uh, number, he looks over on a, on a designation pad. Uh, 386 by 28. Yes, good. You see some, some chemical spray. This little green fluorescent chemical being doused on one of these these cocoons or chrysalises and it starts to crack open the there's a bit of a residual goo that looks like circuitry it actually has this kind of kirby-esque circuitry format of interweaving lines and pulsating uh diagonals and straight lines inside the goo as it cracks open from the bottom and oh, oh, this one's gonna need assistance uh, kind of clicks his fingers. You, you, come on, come on. And they grab hold of the sides. And as he does so, uh, he, he looks over at Dooley. And he says, oh, Dooley, we have a friend of yours. He holds open the, the chrysalis and tear, and they crack it open. Now, it doesn't like tear open, like shatters. It more like there's a scene here that was kind of glossed over a couple of times. So the scene needs a chance to kind of break away. And when they do that, there's this flopping noise of wet thunder, you know, a wet body just poof, onto the deck, but it's also a sound of tinks as they fall. And it's female, it's Centauri, and it's covered in, not like all the way head to toe, but there is this, uh, these are, seem to be implants throughout the body all over the place, through the back of the head, down the spine, various places on the uh, around the hands, on the feet, legs. Uh, not huge, like, uh, you know, giant steampunk implants, but more very subtle, but definite implants. And uh, you look at the shaven Jordan. head. It is Jordy. He breathes out a little bit. <laughs> and he says, there's uh, the... The male looks down and says, Welcome. As per the bargain, we will begin training. She says, Thank you. Thank you. She looks up. Mistress? Is that you? Yes, and I still hold your contract, so you legally cannot 
do training with anyone. It was, it was too good. It was too good of an offer. It doesn't matter how good the offer is, it's invalid. I... I understand. She breathes. I, I, I understand. And she kind of says, hold on a second, breathes in. She's, by the way, completely buck naked, too. But yeah. she stands up on legs being a little uneasy. And then she says, hold on, allow me to explain. And then she mm -hmm. kind of focuses her mind up a little bit, pinches her face. She reaches forward. Oh, I'm not going to let and... her touch me. Oh, she's not, <laughs> she's not touching you. She reaches into the air and inscribes in fire a very small sigil in the air that poofs away. It worked. It worked. It worked. And the, the male uh, associate looks over and says, she's perfectly fine and we can release her back to your care. No problem. We'll give her some instructions to help her along, but otherwise she's good to go. She's all yours. Uh, quick roll, uh, quick, quick knowledge check. Yeah. We had a contract drawn up, right? So, because I basically bought out her contract. Yes, you do. Um, what does that say about unauthorized, non-medical, non-essential medical procedures? Not much. It was a very simple contract. Basically said that that's your property. Okay. Um... She, she, you only actually does a little cover and says, I did it for you, mistress. I honestly did. Mm -hmm. For myself and for you. Because I saw what danger you were in. And I, 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 I took the risk. We'll talk about this later. In the meantime, where's the kid? <laughs> yeah, Mayo looks over and says, oh, yes. Um, he a, clicks for a pad. This is over here. This is, uh... Looks over. Eh. I think we could. Uh, I think the process is easy enough to readjust. Fair enough. Uh, right this way. They kind of do a couple of clicks. More mist gets on another cursorless, and they said, "Okay, here we go." And every all, all of them just get together once again. They kind of tear open the crystal. It's a lot easier this time because there's not a lot of outward uh, cardboard, as it were. And Tubo comes out. This time, however. Tuvo doesn't look entirely human. Tuvo looks half Bricari. I love the pause here, which makes you wonder if everyone's processing this or everyone's yeah. in shock um, or or I lost I'm everybody's I'm trying connection. to decide if Ty would actually just assault this person or if she would control herself. I mean, I just kind of look at Ty. Like, what what are we doing here? I have this, like, blank stare on my face. And then he says, So, here is your son. Alive and healthy. Perfectly medically healthy. We guarantee it. And, he says, Unfortunately, the process was interrupted, but perfectly medically healthy. In the process of returning to his old body. He looks over, and we can offer the same to you. Where the... Where did you get... The old body. Um, he said, we did. That old body he was inhabiting is still inhabited. Uh, I, he's actually, they actually said, he yells out to the group, excuse me, who remembers where this child's original body was? And one of the other associates says, I believe they're in that place they call the chapel. Yes, yes, he's, he's with the chapel. So we grew him a new one to his specifications based on a mental memory. Why? Because we asked what he wanted, and because he is one of the few who have been body-swapped, like yourself, who have not been taken over by that insidious cult, and seemed like the perfect candidate for... And he just kind of waves his hands over the chrysalis. So let me see if I understand this correctly. You kidnap a child, perform medical procedure on them without consent, 
You are performing medical procedures on individuals without any sort of licensing. Yeah, that's, uh, hmm. He looks You're lucky over. I don't have a gun. Man, Mirgrad is never telling Ty that they have a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Ty doesn't trust herself to kill someone with a knife, but she knows how to use a gun. Mm hmm. Let's just say that I've had something planned for Ty in that regard for a long time, but that particular thread has never been pulled, so it can't happen. So now look at Ty. What what do you want to do here? Well, where's where the fuck are the cops? Why are they always around when I don't need them? And the one time I do, they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> the the, <laughs> uh, the female over the back says, because it's steerage. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think they're not going to get here in time. I think we should leave. But the offer still stands. We can get you back your body. In doing so, get you back your identity card, your wealth, your prestige, and your power and your 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 former life. In exchange you want. for favor for a favor. That's how we work. Yeah, no thanks. I already played that game. Well, how about um, this? What would you be willing to give up? No. I'm, no, I'm not willing. No. I take my kid and go, and you'll hear from me. As you wish. We'll be right here. As you said, whatever you want, we can provide. I grab Yuri's hand. Uh... Yeah. Is she's, there she's, any, like, jacket draped over a chair somewhere? <laughs> um, Space she actually, blankets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually said, she's, what you said, come on, we have to go. And, and one of the other associates goes over and says, just a moment. They hand a duffel bag, this huge duffel bag. This is part of the bargain and her old uniform. I believe you'll want to get her dressed before you drag her naked through the streets. Yes. You already get dressed, you have... 15 seconds, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how fast an, ex, an ex-slave can get dressed into a maid's outfit. Uh, <laughs> or whatever outfit she happened to be wearing. She was in a you know decent dress. Yeah, she got very simple. Again, she's not doing anything spectacular, just covering up. Basically, just enough to throw a dress on and put some shoes on, and off you go. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the, uh, the Drazi actually waves a bit. Hope to see you real soon! Mm-hmm. Um, yep, <laughs> okay. off we go. Once we, we get out, something, we'll get I'm gonna really regret. We have to tell... Yeah. No, but we have to tell somebody about this, and it's not gonna be the cops because they're useless. <laughs> or I'm maybe Kali. Jordy and Dooley, like, dragging Ty out by her elbows <laughs> while Ty's just yelling, like, finger across the throat means death, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> FYI. So, not that, huh? I'll give it that. The little weasel tells a good story. So join him next time on Babylon, an Odyssey 5 story. Oh, Ariadne, I'm back. There you are. Do you have any idea how badly you screwed up this time? Wait, wait. I got the Superman you were looking for. Really? You're the best, boss. And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast, or Reddit, r slash odysseyb5. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. 
Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.